Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm Keith Brown, and I'm so glad that you could join me for this podcast, where my passion in life is to help my LGBTQIA Christian family heal their church trauma, and hopefully construct genuine faith. Before we begin, let me just tell you a little bit about me. For the last 30 plus years, I've had the joy of teaching, speaking, and performing as a comedy magician in my in-person events all over the United States. I'm also the published author of fiction and nonfiction books, and one of the greatest joys I've had in life is pastoral counseling, coaching, and mentoring hundreds and hundreds of people over the last 30 plus years. I'm proud of all those things. But can I also tell you, I know what it's like to hurt and I know what it's like to suffer deep church trauma, specifically around sexual identity, as so many of you obviously have as well. So if that's something that you can buy into and you would like to partner with me as we try to help each other in this journey thing we call life, then you're in the right place. I encourage you to grab a cup of coffee, sit at my table, and let's have a chat. One disclaimer though, please. I am not a medical professional, nor am I a licensed therapist. So if you need either of those services, please do consult a local professional. Otherwise, let's get it started here on Coffee with Keith. Hello, my friend, and welcome to this edition of Coffee with Keith. I'm so glad you could join me today. Um, This is a Friday edition, and it's a Bible Talk edition, and I'm so glad to have you along. This coming Sunday is Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday, yay! It's one of the most important days of the year when you are a Christian. So I thought it was only appropriate for me to jump on and share with you a few thoughts from the lectionary scripture for this coming Sunday, which primarily is John chapter 20, 1 through 18. John chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Make sure that you take the time sometime before Sunday to read those verses. Again, John chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. An alternate is the gospel of Luke, the 24th chapter, verses 1 through 12. But Um, For all practical purposes, I think that most churches around the world will probably be using John 20, 1 through 18. And as we know, this is this great celebration of Jesus' resurrection from the grave. You know, and I started thinking about this, and I started thinking about how this might relate to us. And I, you know, when when Jesus went to the the cross, um, he died. His human body died died. And then he was placed in the tomb. And it started making me think, especially during this season of 
spring where we often find people planting things and putting them seeds in the ground, waiting for them to bloom up into something special. Well, we know that that happens on an organic, earthly way. And we know scripturally, the Bible says that Jesus was placed in the tomb, ground, so to speak, and eventually he sprung forth in a victorious way. So I started thinking, wouldn't it be great if you and me, if you and I could put to death some things in our lives that maybe aren't serving us, and if we do this, then I think that we will be better off in our lives. So as you well know by now, hopefully if you've been listening for any amount of time, Keith is the king of acrostics. So the acrostic word for this week is death, the word death. So if you have a piece of paper and a pen or pencil, just write that word vertically on your piece of paper or make yourself a note in your phone app. But here we go. So I want to just give you what I thought about is five things that I think it would be okay if most of us put to death this Easter season. The first, D, the desire for external approval. Oh my goodness. How many within the LGBTQ plus community are starving for that approval, especially from those folks that we love and care about the most. And yet we know, you probably know because you are listening to this program, you're listening to my voice, you're subscribing, I hope, to Coffee with Keith, you know that oftentimes we don't get it. We don't get that affirmation. We don't get that approval for being strictly and solely and purposely authentic in who we truly are. What does that mean for us? Most of the time, we have this strong desire for external approval. And it's one of the ways that we use to cope with sexual identity as we grow up. We realize that, especially while we're in the closet, those of you who may still be in the closet, you've grown through your life, you've gone through all of your relationships, you have your family, perhaps, hopefully you do, and a lot of those people, for most of your life, did not know about your true identity. Therefore, you sort of were an actor with a face mask on, trying to hide who you truly were. So you were trying purposely to put out to the world, put out to your family, put out to your friends, put out to everyone what you thought they wanted you to be, what they thought you wanted to, they wanted you to be and who they wanted you to be. So in that way, you were trying to please others and get that external approval. I get it. You're not alone. We, we've all done that. And one of the reasons, again, that we do that, and one of the reasons that still some of you still do that is because you are still trying to get that validation you desperately need. But I'm going to tell you, one of the things that we need to do in our healing is begin to get to that point where we can put to death the desire for external approval and affirmation. Because there's there's really no purpose in it. The only approval and affirmation that really matters is twofold, in my opinion. 
the first is God. And you've got that. You've got that. God loves you. God created you. You have that. And the secondly, or second, is from ourselves. We need to approve ourselves. So, there's my first suggestion. Let's consider, prayerfully consider, putting to death this Easter season the desire for external approval. How about the expectation of perfection for the E? Ooh, how many of you right now are just not giving yourself a break? You are trying so hard to do everything the perfect way. You're trying to be the perfect person. You're trying to be the perfect this or the perfect that or, or, or meet all these expectations when in truth, nobody can do that. You can't do it. I can't do it. None of us can reach perfection. There was only one, the Bible says, that ever was perfect, and his name was Jesus. So what in the world possesses us to think that we, we need to somehow go after perfection, that we need to be perfect? Folks, I'm going to tell you, I label myself the misfit Christian because... I know I'm not perfect. I know that I have flaws. I know that I have things wrong with me, <laughs> you know, that, that aren't maybe the way that some people would like or the way even God would like. I don't know. I try to love God. I try to serve God, but I'm not perfect, nor are you. So let go, put to death some of that expectation of perfection for yourself. The third little lesson I want to suggest The A, assaulting self-talk. Let's put that to death. You know what I'm talking about. You, You think it in your mind. Maybe you don't say it out loud, but you think it. You go like, oh my gosh, I am so stupid. Or I am just so dumb. Or I am so worthless. Or I am so fat. Or I am so this. Or I am so that. I I can't be good Christian and, and be accepted because I'm gay. I can't be this or that because I'm queer. I can't, I can't, I can't. Baloney. Baloney. You are a beautiful and individually created being by the most powerful force in all the world, and that is God. So why? do you want to turn against and speak negatively to and about that one whom Jesus loves and died and rose for? Yeah? Again, we've all been there. We've all had that negative self-talk in us. I'm just suggesting, suggesting that maybe it's time for us to let some of that go. All right. So again, let me just remind you, desire for external approval, put it to death. Expectation of perfection, put it to death. Assaulting self-talk, put it to death. The T, theology that doesn't align. I know my dear Christian friend, my dear LGBTQ plus Christian friend, 
that you who have been raised in the evangelical church, in the conservative church, in your family that maybe is evangelical Christians, I know the theology that you heard, especially related to your sexual identity. I know it. It's painful. It's it's constantly berated upon the queer community. But I can tell you from my perspective, from my study, from my educational background and using that to to go to the scriptures and dig for this, both um, grammatically and contextually and systematically and societally, I have come down with a very sincere belief for myself and for you, my dear friend, that the theology of abomination is wrong. And I say, let's put that theology to death this Easter. Instead, let's pick up the teachings of Jesus. Let's pick up the two greatest commandments that Jesus says there are. The first is to love God with everything we are, with everything we have, and everything we can be. Love God. That mind, that heart, love God fully. And love God, um, excuse me, love others as ourselves. Reach out, care for other people, love other people, help other people. But I love the fact that it says, as yourself. Because until you can truly love you, it's very hard to love others. Right? Some of you are going right now, I'm sure, like, yeah, yeah, I know, that's me. I, I really don't have a lot of love for myself right now. Well, part of that's because you have been berated with bad theology. So theology that doesn't align, kick it to the curb. It's gone. Let's put it to death. Lastly, the H. Let's put to death, held unforgiveness. Held unforgiveness. Ouch. I get it. I get it. I really do. Forgiveness is often very hard, especially for those of us who have dealt with trauma for years and years and years around simply being who we are, right? That's painful. And there have been many people and many groups and even the church that has brought pain and suffering into our lives. And yet, I teach, I preach, and I carefully and compassionately share that forgiveness is key to healing. I believe that with every core of my being. And forgiveness, we have to understand what it is. And I certainly don't have time in this particular podcast to go into all of that. There is a course that I offer. You can check that out. It's also part of my group coaching programs where we go in and specifically deal with this idea of forgiveness. So um, just check any of that out if you'd want. But in the meantime, let me just tell you, 
One of the reasons why forgiveness is so important is because it has control over us. The person or the incidents has control over us if we don't forgive. And forgiving is one of the most beautiful gifts that you can give yourself. I promise. I promise. (laughs) I've had to practice what I preach for many, 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 many years and many, many, many times. So that's my suggestion for this Easter season. And, you know, it sounds a little, I don't know, maybe a little negative. You're talking about putting stuff to death and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I really am. But here's the thing. If we do that, then, oh my goodness, what fruit and blessing of life is going to spring forth, right? Absolutely. Hey, if you want something that's going to help you, by the way, I just want to mention before we get out of here, um, on the top of my website, I just redesigned, we just just spent a lot of time redesigning the website. I'm really, really excited and happy about that. But I just want to tell you on the top of the website, you can grab your copy, free copy of my Tordations. And again, those are the the positive, proactive, um, futuristic, and present form of affirmations that I trademarked several years ago. And these are specifically written for those within the LGBTQ plus community. So I want to invite you to make sure you go to jkeithbrown.com and get your copy. Or you can just simply look for the link in the show notes. Well, that's it for me. I hope and pray you have a wonderful Easter weekend. My wife and I are going to spend it with our family, and uh, we're looking forward to that. And I hope that you're going to be blessed this Easter season as well. Until next time, may you heal those hurts, move those mountains, and may God truly bless you, my friend. Bye-bye.